Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, are we rolling? We are rolling. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm Jamar Malachi Neighbors, uh, and I'm here on, what's the podcast called? Good For You. On Good For You Podcast. Uh, this is Whitney Cummings shit, and um, and this is cool. She got a big-ass house. Um, this shit, she should definitely host uh, sex parties here um, and invite me to some. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I got a special out called Rot Luther King Jr. Uh, it's directed by Andrew Thimelis. That shit funny as fuck. You should see that shit. It's real good. We filmed it in Pan Pacific Park. Um, I also got an eight-inch dick. It is black. It's veiny. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And, uh, yeah, I'm the new host of uh, Good For You. Um, I should be the host of The Daily Show. That's what the fuck we not talking about. But we not going to bring that shit up. I'm sorry I'm not wearing a mohawk today. I don't even want to strap that shit on my fucking head all the damn time. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole responsibility, you know? When Whitney Cummings going to drop that OnlyFans? You know, that's what the fuck we all waiting on. Now, now I'm not talking about, like, OnlyFans. I'm talking about, like, OnlyFans. When's she going? Hey, Whitney. Hey, girl. How you, how you doing? <laughs> um, all right, so this is it. This is, I believe, the exact product. Let me see. The prime minister of canada used for that halloween costume the prime minister of canada yeah wasn't was damn you know everybody <laughs> i'm like who the fuck is that remember that when that prime minister went in blackface what was his name trudeau justin trudeau oh true that uh, remember he went in he his blackface it went up to the water line of his he had it on his hands do we look like that? Can you pull this up? We made the table white yeah, to bounce off so that it would illuminate. Thank you. Just for me? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> You're a sweetheart. Yeah. This, black people this disappear podcast, in the studio. This podcast is black people friendly. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you're black and you come on my podcast, you will show up on screen. Yeah. You, no. That's sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> no color lines here. Um, I'm glad we're doing this a little bit later at night. Do you prefer? Do you kind of prefer later, later at night? Later at night. Yeah. Dude, doing a podcast is killing me. Like during during the day, like having to be like quit. Like I had to do one at uh, you know, I had to do one at one o'clock uh, um, over there in New York. So that was like one ten o'clock, and I was I don't wake up till twelve, and I'm not Jamar until three. Right. You're like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm not Whitney Cummings until about nine thirty ten p.m. Yeah. You know, and it's also like there's just something so depressing. Like comics during the day, it's like, I don't know, there's something that feels corny to me about trying to be funny during the day. It feels desperate, whereas for some reason at night it feels like people, are, like I'm doing a service to society. Oh, God. Like, I like you ever have a meeting in the morning? You ever have a, like, a, like a meeting where you got to be on in the I morning? I really try not to. 
Yeah, like. Because yeah, you're kind of like what I do doesn't go pair great with 10 a.m. croissants. Yeah, every now and then I'm funny in the morning, like every now and then or whatever. But I'm really, I'm really wisdomy in the morning. But don't you think on some level, comedians, do you think that we? We're, are kind of nocturnal by nature. Do you think that we come alive at night because we became comedians, or kind of gravitated towards being comedians because we already came alive at night? Uh, the first one. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like you know, like we basically, we basically fucked up our sleep cycle doing this shit. But I was already had that cycle before I became a comic. Like, do you think that someone that goes to bed at ten every night naturally would ever even it would even cross their mind to be a stand up comic? Nah, nah, I guess not. For me, I kind of found myself being like, what the fuck do I, like, I couldn't sleep. I was such an insomniac. You know, I guess so. When I was like 16 and shit, and I would try to wait, like, until them girls going wild infomercials came on, and I would have <laughs> to wait till like three o'clock in the morning just to get my little nut off. <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. That kind of trained me up to. Like, yeah. you were already sort of thinking in terms of being an entertainer, and like, yeah, sure. you can really only do that at night, unless you're going to be like, and like, on the other, like, Conversely, if you're like the dork that goes to bed every night at nine because you're narcoleptic or something, and then you wake up every morning at five, or you're like, I should be a radio DJ. It's just, you know what it was? The job of stand up was just fun. And then so I'm like, I could do this all night. Yeah. You know, like, and then so that helped. Can you walk uh, uh, the our podcast viewers okay. and listeners through what drink you're making? Okay, so peep this. Because you came in is this hard. A, is this an audio? No, no, it's Both. not. I mean, I, I literally see this. My bad. Here. My bad. I, <laughs> This one behind you, um, Ariel, like this is... Oh, I bet. Um, Were you okay. implying I have a face for radio only? Nah, no, no, no. You got a great face. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking dope. <laughs> this uh, is the um, white wine. I'm not fucking with the white wine okay. right now. Okay, well, we spent 20 minutes looking for it. We did, because I couldn't make a, what I wanted to drink, but then you found this um, this uh, Baron Jaeger honey liquor that you got from the prime minister of <laughs> motherfucks, some, some, some country <laughs> a nigga probably never ever go to. Like, I think it's Germany. I just found out I'm half Jewish. Oh, you have Jewish? Mm -hmm, just I thought out. you was all Jewish. I was gonna, when I found out when my mom died in December, I was half Jewish. And I was like telling everyone, I was like, oh, we thought you were full. No, you look hella Jewish. This is a downgrade of your. Then why are you like this? Like, okay, so my sister came up with this drink that I'm about to introduce okay. uh, to the people. So <laughs> she moved in with me and, you know, she drank a little bit. And um, I was only on Jack Daniels and, and Coke. I was one of those guys. Okay, simple. Has that always been your drink? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do other liquors do something to you you aren't proud of? It all gets you fucked up, but sometimes white wine, I mean, not white wine, uh, uh, light light liquor is um is a little bit more intense. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can only drink tequila. I don't know if that's psychological or if that's true, but I feel like whiskey makes me too honest with people. Yeah. Vodka makes me like need to let people know the mistakes they're making. In yeah. Life. Like I need to like be like, hey, you know what you should do? Like it makes me give advice yeah. that no one wants. Yeah. I just feel like tequila is the only time I'm kind of like not sending texts I don't need to be sending. Man. Well, uh, Anyway, my sister, uh, <laughs> she came up with Bailey's and Jack and Honey Jack. So she got some, Wendy got some shit 
some Beringager honey liquor <laughs> that she got I, from Germany. Here's the thing. I was raised by hardcore alcoholics. And I kind of, so I think as a result, I, I became an Al-Anon. I was like the, I was like the sober Al-Anon. driver. The person that was kind of like, it's like the opposite of an alcoholic. You actually become addicted to alcoholics instead of alcohol because you end up having to like clean up their oh. messes and take care of them. So I never like got super savvy on like drinks, but I have this like bar downstairs that I want to make cute. And so I'm kind of just getting things with labels I like. And this has a honey badger and a bear. <laughs> And I just, and then the Bailey's. You're the face of this right now. Well, the, the Bailey's v- vanilla mint shake. Do, do a commercial right now with this motherfucker. Let me see you do it. Let me see you promote this shit. Because I don't believe that you are the face of Bailey's Damn. vanilla mint shake. Damn. Wow. And I'm going to promote this. You don't believe women. Good to know. Women? It has nothing to do with women. <laughs> If, if well, if Bert Kreischer did say he was a face to this, I would I would I would actually exactly. believe him. Like, <laughs> Hold on, where's my ad? Hold on, I'll show you. It's on my Instagram somewhere. We're gonna find it, and I'm gonna show Baron you. Jaeger, get yeah. drunk, nigga. No, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Can you say the N word on 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 good for you? Parker? You can. You can say whatever you want. Where Thanks. is that ad? Imagine I can't find it, and I do just come off like a pathological liar. I am going to find it. Okay. Uh, it was like um, uh, Bailey's Vanilla Mint Shake. Um, <laughs> get a video of this shit. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. I can't make jokes because I feel like I'll get... Three, I'll, I don't want to lose my deal. Bailey's Vanilla Mint Shake. It's so good, you'll Cosby yourself. <laughs> you said that shit? <laughs> Yo, no, that's a it's woman very, with a sense of humor. But here's the thing about Beautiful. Bailey's is that you're supposed to put it in coffee, I think. Oh, coffee for real? and with ice cream and stuff. And I don't have any ice cream, so I'm gonna put it with just some um, cold oh, brew. Oh, we was putting a honey jack in that shit. Where's my? Explain to me, honey jack. What? What? It's, it's Jaeger? Just, is that Jaegermeister? Nah, that, it's, uh, it feels like a bad idea. It's, a, it's whiskey. It's Jack Daniels, but the can honey flavor. Let me. Can I just taste it? This not this, that's not honey jack. That though. is that is a viscous drink. That is a thick. That is thick. So that's what she said. Hey, oh. hey, so 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 hit that shit. Oh, I don't think that's. Stop gonna... me in a mark and do it. What's a mark? A <laughs> uh, 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 a mark. What's that mean? What is a drink, mark? Just drink the drink, girl. <laughs> girl, get drunk. <laughs> Okay, hold on. I don't think you want me drunk. I I I remember. Are you gonna tell me? Are you okay. gonna tell me how it is? If you can, what do you think? Ha. You soft. <laughs> it's actually um, like the the ooh. It's actually good. I just ooh. That shit is delicious. Actually, it yeah. kind of tastes like Robitussin at first, and then it hits like a Ricola. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh, uh, at first. Ooh, it's like it goes in waves of like super delicious and then like Sherwin Williams paint. Mm, mm, delicious, mm. you know, cyanide. Fact. It goes back and forth. Now, but that's a journey. Now try it with the mint with the vanilla. Can you hand me that? Yeah. With your Hold drink. On. Yeah. Hold on. But I want to pour a little bit. I'm doing tea, a, a little bit of coffee, and Bailey's vanilla mint shake. Man. That doesn't mix. That's not a cute. Yeah, mix. that shit look crazy. It didn't that, even blend. It didn't even blend. That shit just went straight. Like that just looks like that a sperm sample that uh-huh. they forgot to put <laughs> so in the freezer. So she about to take that shit to the head. 
Ah, oh, excuse me. Oh, don't mind if I do. Okay. Just Whitney, your favorite 51% Irish comedian. Everyone's a little Irish on St. Patrick's Day, so I'm inviting you to get ready with me for some truly Irish. Whitney, are you on Tinder? <laughs> this year, no, I'm on Raya. Drink of choice is I feel like I saw you on Raya. I definitely saw you on Raya. You did? Why but you like, didn't swipe right? Because when I see Could like I my shirt off. No, when I see my friends on Raya, I always want to swipe like to be like ha ha. But then I'm like, wait a second, what if? What if we take it serious? What if we actually fall in love? Man. Can you imagine? Have you ever dated a comedian? Dated? <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping with is even worse. Are you insane? Are you in no, fucking I've never, mind? Ever, never, no, I've never ever dated a comedian How in my life. How many comedians have you boinked? Uh, zero. Oh, okay. How about uh, people in the comedy community? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Is that good? It's fire. Uh, is it? Let me taste yours. Hold on. And so let me ask you, when you before you go on stage, do you have a drink? Like will you do a shot? Yeah, or take a little bit of the edge off. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy gotta get loose. <laughs> you are soft. Oh my god. No. 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 I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> uh, uh, I know everyone thinks I'm some raging alcoholic drug addict. Like I'm really a lightweight. I don't think you do any of that it's just shit. My but personality. I just it. It's like even worse. Man. Huh. So what'd you think about this? It was. It, that's to. I want to fight like someone. I want to like call up my high school bully and like tell him how successful I am. They should. They know. <laughs> they should serve this after three o'clock. At McDonald's. That, you know what? There is the shamrock shake. Remember that? What? McDonald's has something called a shamrock shake. It got shake. pistachio in it or some I shit? I don't know. They McDonald's has a couple products that are like annual. That'll pop in and out. The McRib. The McRib and the shamrock shake. You fuck with McDonald's? I love McDonald's, but why haven't they done a vegan burger? Not that I'm like vegan, but Here the vegan Whopper. Here she goes, trying Whopper. to put Whitney in McDonald's. <laughs> Like, put Whitney in everything. <laughs> put Whitney in the liquor. Put Whitney in McDonald's. Like, don't I, Whitney McDonald's up. It just, like, it's just that I, I want an option that's maybe not pure. Like, my dad essentially ended up dying of antibiotic resistance. And so meat with a lot of antibiotics in it, I just try to, like, stay away from. Oh, okay. That's you know fair. I mean? You're healthy. Yeah, ish. Yeah? Not today, but yeah, I that, am. That's not, why isn't that healthy? This shit? Because it's liquor. That's not unhealthy. Don't that shit fuck doses? up your liver or some shit? I mean, it yeah. depends on how, I think, in moderation. I'm fairly healthy for sure. Like, you know what I can't, you know what I can't get enough of what? is those little shots at uh, at, whole, at a Whole Foods. Of? Of, I don't know, it'd be like. Wheatgrass or something? Sure. Wheatgrass is not, you got to know ginger what you're doing. Ginger or like, okay. a, um, I, I, I you got to know what you're doing. Up. But you're also like, is it true? You were, an, you're an athlete. Like, you're a real athlete, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You were like boxing for real. Uh, I only had one amateur fight, but it was still, it was, I still did it, but I box every day. Like I box today. I'm going to box tomorrow. Wait, so the amateur fight, like how did this come about? Do you have to like pursue it? And okay, okay. So what happened was in 2020, right before COVID happened, I was going to go out for the golden gloves. It's like the big, the big boxing amateur tournament or whatever. I was going to go out for it. And then, so, uh, that got canceled because of COVID. Oh shit. So then in October, uh, some comedians were like, hit me up. No, you need to have what that I'm having. That was a mistake. Pour that shit out. I'm going to pour this out. I, this is what I did. So my, this is what happens when I, so Ugh, I that shit don't even look right. Was, Show that shit to the camera. I was fine. Oh yeah. Pour that what shit out. Doing? Just, uh, we're not, Do you want to just share? I 
A little bit. I'm Whitney Cummings. <laughs> uh, so um, let me just promote some things. I'm on this fool. Um, that's a that's a good that's a good show, and um, I'm on Raya too. That's fire. I just got back from New York. That's good. Hey, all right, here, give me a drink. I actually have. I actually, it's very rare I have someone on the podcast that I actually want to hear talk. You really love. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so funny. So can you please? Okay, well, give me. Okay, your you're gonna pour the. I'm just gonna pour this in here. I'm just gonna do the Bailey's vanilla mint shake. I don't, I don't need stop, all that. Stop, 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 stop. I have to edit the roast after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The roast... Oh, it's gonna be way funny if you if you fuck <laughs> it. Add a little bit of this in that motherfucker. Hey, uh, I'm destroying her brand. I left in Donnell's 98 N words. <laughs> Oh like this God. shit's hilarious. <laughs> like, also, by the way, did you see your art? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. It's like I just get to stare at it all the time. Jamar made this incredible piece of art. We'll put it in um, uh, in post so that, that you'll be able to see it. And it is so like I knew you're a brilliant stand-up. Like I remember during during COVID, I was like watching your stories and you did a video outside of the Laugh Factory. What was that again? I said I watched it every day. You know what? Because they have put George Floyd on the uh, they put George Floyd <laughs> on, the, on the what's the name on the marquee at the yeah, laugh. And I was like, how does nigga get his name on the marquee for me? And I said, he didn't stand in these line with these bum ass comics every fucking Tuesday to get. What did he do to earn this shit? Much respect to George Floyd, but I'm a better comic than George Floyd. It was also like <laughs> way the, funnier than him. The the like the like disgust on your face like it was just so real like the frustration of being a comic and doing it for so long and working so hard it's disrespectful it's <laughs> much res respectfully it's disrespectful it's like george floyd over me like and then they put his name on the la jolla motherfucking marquee like, too you can i'll actually show up if i'm on the marquee Fast, <laughs> it's just false advertising he's not gonna swing by yo Fuck. <laughs> a dead motherfucker got their name on the shit before I did. That's crazy. Whatever. Anyway, so it was in the pandemic. So anyway, I couldn't do the boxing thing because COVID happened. And then so, but so you have been training and training and then I've been training for like since like two thousand and fucking ten. And then are you training with someone? Are you training? No, on I your just own? go in there by myself and do my own thing. I just kinda like pick it up or whatever, like, you know, like and just go because I, I have a lot of energy, so I gotta like do something with it besides I can't just sit here and write jokes and shit like yeah. that. I have to be super active. So I go to the gym. And let me ask you something. While you're because like for me, if I can't crack a joke or like stop like, putting shit in there. I just put a little coffee in there so that I don't fall oh, okay. night night. Okay, go ahead. I can't go tight tight. Okay, go. Um, but uh, for me, it's like I I'm the same. I think I'm maybe a little bit even manic sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I'll go on walks. I'll walk on treadmill. I'll go running, and that's when I kind of am able to break jokes, you know, or break mm -hmm. a story or something. Like I it took me so long to realize like. My creative process, whatever that is. I'm not sitting with a journal and a pen and like a typewriter. Like I'm like gotta be moving. Seinfeld is batshit crazy for doing that. Much well, respect. We don't know. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I haven't heard him talk about his process, but I kind of like every time I hear a comedian talk about the process, I'm like, nah, okay. They go to the coffee shop and sit there and write a million jokes. Oh well, if it's if you're brainstorming with Larry David, like I think that's probably. Oh. I think oh, sitting I... alone writing jokes, like I don't know. I mean, for me, I also like. Like when I started comics, like we would get together and like 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 run jokes with each other and like fuck around and like, you know, I think yeah. that we stopped doing that. Riff, yeah. I think we stopped doing that because I feel like pe comics don't really hang out 
you know, not for public consumption anymore. Like yeah. there was a time before podcast when you would just hang out in the hallway and like shoot the shit. But now it's like, oh, dude, no, I'll save it. It's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, there's yeah, none yeah. of that. Yeah. But so, so were you already doing stand up when you started boxing? And when you were boxing, do you, did you find there was an improvement in your like performance yeah. as a stand up? Yeah, hell yeah. Cause it gave, I mean, I already had confidence, but it gave me like more, it gave me like some, it gave me like some, ugh. You know, like, it gave me, like, boxing, like, gave me that, like, some, you know, some, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. <laughs> like, I do. Like, it gave, it gave me, like, it gave me, like, like some sort of, like, extra level of confidence or whatever, basically. I, my um, uh, ex has a boxing gym. And uh, it's Wildcard West, the the West Side one. On the Vine? Uh, there's that one's on Vine, and then there's one Wildcard West, which That's is like his shit? off Olymp- off Olympic. Peter Berg and actually Gary Shandling, they had it together. Okay. And they still like Canelo did a camp there, like, you know. And I went and I trained. I had broken my shoulder, so I always wanted to like learn how to box. Not that I'd be great at it or anything, but mm-hmm. just like psychologically, mm-hmm. you know. It had been recommended to me by so many friends of mine that were a- that were athletes because they were like, because I have trouble being in the present. I'm either yeah. I'm either in the past. You know, self-flagellating your arm in the future, future fucking worrying, right? Yeah. And you know, like boxing exercises the muscle of you cannot be a second behind or se- you have to be in nope. the present moment. Yeah. And it's a way to like build that up in your brain. And then when I started doing it, I was like, this is the best way to practice stand up. Yep. Is to because it's boxing. Same yep. thing. I literally one, two, punch, set up, punch, be right there. Fact. You can't worry about the thing that just happened or you're gonna get punched in the face. Yep. Yep, but you could even break it down to like you could even break it down to like jokes or whatever. Jokes are like certain punches, like like they're like light jokes. I'm like, okay, that's a jab. Okay, he's throwing a jab. Yeah. Okay, he's throwing a jab. Ooh, ooh, that combination of of you know like and how it's like yeah, that joke might not be like the haymaker, but you're building up. It was to, the setup to oh shit. And yeah. you don't want to get them too familiar. Uh, or you don't want to get too monotonous because they're gonna, you know, start to anticipate what yep. you're gonna do, you know. So it's like if you've done a da 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 da, then you want to go like da 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 da. Like yep. it was like blew my mind. And then something else that really helped me. Did you spar anybody? No. Oh, okay. No, I just do that. I feel like yeah, fuck some shit up. Yeah, I just do that. Like Have you had a physical fight in your life? <sighs> yeah, with men mostly. You fought a man? Not really. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've, I've had go? a couple like physical like altercations with men. Just that's what you, you know, mean. That's just date. Like, you know, being a white woman, people want to hit you. And <laughs> what does that mean? No, I mean I I like I'm trying to think. Not you really be hitting with, them first, don't you? Not no, never, you, never. I'm they, actually not like that. They choke you. It, it's it's not. That, I mean, I had like an assault. You know, they grab you. You, and you shit. really just got to squirm out. It's more about squirming. You know. Okay. You got. You can squirm. You can pinch. You can bite. Like that's really what women can more do. I'm oh, not okay. gonna knock someone out. You know. Oh, uh, women hit hard. I, that's that's what slept on about women. Women are well, a lot of women are heavy handed. Correct. Okay, so I opened for Dane Cook once uh-huh. it, at the Laugh Factory, your mm-hmm. spot, George Floyd's. Uh, uh, Don't bring him <laughs> up no more during this. I can't hear the name George Floyd. And he did a special where it was all one take. Yeah. Was, you know, and. I opened and there were these two girls in the front, beautiful blonde girls that were like 24. Yeah. Nightmare to have in a taping. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're drinking. They know they're going to be on camera. You know, no one's ever told them to shut up. Everyone's always laughed at their jokes so they could fuck them. Like, they think they're funny. 
So they would, every time I would say a joke, they go, and then better. That happened to me. Like they would weigh in. I hate that shit. Yeah. Like helpful heckling that's not helpful at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would look at each other and be like, oh my God, that happened to us. Like, yeah, yeah. Or they would be like, that's so true. Like as if I needed them yeah, to corroborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so I go up and I told Dane and the I was like, the, you're doing one take. You, this is a problem. Like they said something after everyone. And if it was just like a show, I wouldn't say shit and like whatever. Someone's going to say someone put a dick in their mouth or kick them out or something. Yeah. But it was like, taping and so I said I told them and so then I think someone was going on after maybe Gary Goldman or something and then so they removed the girls mm -hmm. you know said you have to leave they were not fucking having it we're not fucking leaving security guards always say girls are the biggest problem uh -huh. because they know they can hit you and you can't hit them back yeah you know and they can scream and da -da -da. and if you're too rough with them you're the bully yeah like when I started before I was kind of known I was able to kick girls out and make fun of them and whatever but now it's like you can lose a room real fast if you're too hard on a yeah. girl who has to get up and leave, whatever. And so there was a guy, Laugh Factory, he used to have this Israel, this guy that was in the Israeli army, like who was the bouncer. And these girls, they didn't want to get kicked out. They were like, you know, on whatever combination of fucking Adderall and, you know, anorexia and like whatever made their brains think this was a good idea. This girl hit him in the face, like just went for him. He Just an instinct. Like he just went, boom, punched her right between the eyes. Her knees buckled, like you know those toys that have wooden, that you put yeah, your yeah, thumb yeah. in it and they just, like yeah, she yeah. just went down. Like her head went at the same time as her knees. It was fucking wild. And it was just like an instinct, yeah. you know? And it was like a nightmare and whatever, but like it, hitting a man, you don't, you don't know who's just gonna hit you back. Yeah. Like it's not. Yeah. So then, um, so then how'd you deal with this ex? Uh, I think for me, I think that I guess for whatever reason, I think all women kind of have their own, like I come from a lot of like sexual abuse. So I think you always have your own little like exit strategy or like you're really nice until you're near a door or you, you know what I mean? Like you find a way to just be safe, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. or like get out of the situation. So sometimes it's not about fighting back. Sometimes it's about per cooperating until you can like easily escape. This episode is brought to you by Karyuma. The cool, sustainable sneakers loved by surfers and skateboarding. They're reimagining classic sneakers with you and the planet in mind. Spring has officially sprung, and we're trading out the boots and cold weather kicks for something a little lighter and brighter, crafted with organic cotton canvas and spring shades like Rose, Off-White, and Green, our bestseller, Oka. Low is sure to become your staple shoe of the season. And lucky for you, they just cleared a 77,000-person wait list. That's wild. With 10-plus colorways, bold prints, and collaborations with brands like Avatar, Pantone. Those are the ones that I just ordered. There's a pair for every personality and all of my personalities. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, there's no wonder this ultra-comfy and celeb favorite style is flying off the shelves. The biggest difference between these sneakers and your old sneakers? Oka is actually comfortable. No blisters! With custom design, cork and memory foam insoles to ensure a perfect fit. Karyuma is a B Corp certified sustainable sneaker company. They're known for their reforestation efforts in the Brazilian rainforest. Their co-founders, David and Fernando, both grew up in Brazil, so this project is especially close to home. For every pair of sneakers sold, Karumia plants two trees, and they've already planted over two million to date. That's so cool. 
Carryuma ships all their sneakers free and fast in the USA and offers worldwide shipping and 60-day free returns. They deliver right to your front door using a single box and with recycled packaging. I am completely obsessed with these. And for a limited time, Good For You listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Carryuma sneakers. Go to C-A-R-I-U-M-A.com slash Whitney to get 15% off. C-A-R-I-U-M-I-A.com slash Whitney for 15% off only for a limited time. And stop stop wearing the shoes you're wearing. They're not working. These are better. Man, I had a girl, uh I had a girlfriend like my last girlfriend, like my last like official girlfriend. Was when was like it? When did you break 2014 up? 2014 or some shit. Why'd you whatever. break up? Um she was just a big baby. I just couldn't do it. You know, like it, she was I don't know. I used to always say about her, I said, Oh, um, I feel like I'm finishing um trying to raise like finishing whatever the fuck her father didn't do. Yep. Like it was like that, like with her. Well anyway, I felt like she was like pouty, she was like tantrumy and all this shit or whatever, and then she would like she had like a temper and all this shit or whatever and like And in the beginning was there something sexy about it or like Nah, I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't fuck with like problems and confrontation or whatever like i'm i'm not like that or whatever so she uh but i feel like she wanted i feel like she wanted that i feel like she wanted that that was passion to her and that's probably, probably what she saw yeah and, and she said before before me like her ex-boyfriend used to used to like hit her and all this shit or whatever and i didn't i didn't i never ever put my hand on a woman at all but i said i said oh i can see why he would do that <laughs> you know like that shit yeah. I don't know. So I feel like she kind of wanted that kind of relationship. And I'm like, nah. If, yeah. I, if I hit a chick, I wouldn't like feel like too good about it. I'll spar like, you know, in the boxing gym when I'll spar like light and all that shit. But like real light, I'm like, ah. Uh. Yeah, no, no. It's, a, it's, it's tricky. Like I definitely have those people in my life that you're like, you are addicted to this. Whether it's a self-righteous indignation or, and I've seen it with comics too sometimes where like things are going too well and there's like, like they need their outsides to match their insides yeah. or, you know, and they have to create drama and just like fucking shoot themselves in the foot or something. Or they have to like make the shoe drop so they don't have to wait for the shoe to drop. Like uh -huh. they kind of just want to like blow shit because up. Because we need something to fight against. That's what made us the uh, a dope uh, at, the, at the, you know, at the, um, you know, in the first place. Yep. And it's also totally. And I think that also adrenaline makes dopamine. So for a lot of people that kind of fighting, like it actually you get high off of it. Yeah. You feel yeah. good. You feel like, you know, it's like a legitimate neurochemical reaction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. But, well, like, you're so smart that you don't. I remember when Dr. Andrew Huberman was on. He's a big neuroscientist. He said, he's like, you know, he said the word emotional contagion. Like, when you're, like, he's like, in, in a relationship, I will not be emotionally recruited into someone's emotional contagion. Because, mm. like, if you're in a relationship with someone and they have that shit going on, like, you, I'll just be like, I'm not participating in this. Because to me, it's like, that's like adrenaline. It takes three days for the adrenaline to wear off and to not be in that, you know what I mean? I don't want to be that's in that. That's real? It's like, yeah, it's also exhausting. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to yeah, be yeah. tired by the time I go to work. I don't want to be tired. And also, like, Facts. you know, for me, unless I'm getting, like, tons of jokes out of it, like, there's no yeah. need for this. But I see so many 
comics like Lou and whatever of all jobs like botch their fucking lives and careers because they're sidelined by these relationships that just vampires that just like suck their energy suck their time and suck their relationships also make people fat you ever notice that like people start picking up like mm-hmm. people start getting lazy because uh-huh. somebody accept them uh-huh. kind yeah. of sort of and then so I, I had I, I had was, pubes yeah I had someone that was so head over heels over me that I grew my pubes back. Damn, man. And, I, and I, how, how'd you feel? How'd you feel like, yo, this ain't me? I, well, here's the thing. I had them lasered so long ago, I didn't even think they could come back. You know, yo. like every now and then I would just sort of like clean up, you know. And uh, he he's also like a little bit younger and he is like into that. He was like, why have you shaved? Like he's oddly like he's younger. He, he like Harry Pussy? He's... Well, <laughs> I'm trying to say it in a more elegant way. I mean, but he basically was like, he's younger, and he's kind of like the shave thing feels kind of like pedophile-y. How it's a gr- attached to a grown ass woman? <laughs> Shit. But he just kind of was like, I think that if you're younger and you kind of came up on porn where you only saw shave pussies from the beginning, you know, and now you're kind of like it's kinkier to have some, I don't know, hair. Done. I don't know. My gynecologist three years ago told me the number one request coming in is plugs for women's vaginas who had lasered it and wanted pubes again because pubes are back. Oh, shit. Cheers. Pubes are back, son. Back. (laughs) Like, don't, like, there's something. Did you come up on, like, Playboy? Like, what did you look at? You probably saw pubes. The first time you saw a naked woman, did she have pubes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what it was? Hmm. I came up around... (laughs) I came up around a lot, of, a lot of mixed girls, so uh, so they would grow hair fast. And where did you grow up? Compton, or or like South Central. I love it. Like I love the toxicity of comedian relationships where you're friends with someone and you know nothing about them until you do a podcast together. It's all good. It's all. Where are you from? D.C., Virginia, West Virginia. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. depends on the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> depends I, on the fight I want to win. <laughs> yeah, if I said, yeah, if I said, oh, hey, I'm, I grew up in the East Side Low Bottoms. Nobody knows what that is. But if I said, hey, you know, I, it's Compton. Yeah, yeah. But do you notice that, like, in areas like that, now they're starting to rename neighborhoods like Compton Meadows? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ain't nothing guarding me about this motherfucker. <laughs> Orchid Circle. Yeah. I'm like, where's that? And someone's like, Cesar Chavez and MLK Boulevard. I'm like, oh, Nigga, so- that's Compton. <laughs> like, or, that's like, it's like Washington Heights. It's like, Washington Heights? You in Harlem? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you're like, I guess I don't know about, you know, it's like, it's just like all like Swan Lake. Like what? What's the cross street? Yeah, like where they got Nipsey. Like <laughs> what? Like how about no? Let's not sanitize it till we're out of the woods, shall we? Yeah. So, uh, what was I talking about? Did you ever about? leave LA? For I mean, I only went to I only went to New York. Like uh-huh. I was only go to like the first time I ever like left LA. Left LA. It was for comedy. I went to New York for like three months or uh-huh. whatever in two thousand and ten. Or whatever, because I couldn't, I couldn't, um, it's weird because, like, I couldn't, like, lead a state or whatever, because I was, like, a ward of the court for so, like, long or whatever. Do you talk, can you talk about why? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, my, my, you know, my family had a past or whatever, so, uh, so my mom had problems or whatever. She's clean now. But, you know, she had problems and all this shit or whatever, so, like, um. That's I, awesome. That you know, I was, yeah. So I was in, like, so I was in, like, a ward of the court, but my auntie took care of me and all that shit. I live with my aunts. Oh, for real? That's wild. For how long? Um, I went, uh, I, my mom, um, uh, was an alcoholic, um, and, uh, I was basically separate, my sister and I, we ran away from home. What? Uh, yeah, like, a, 10 and 11. Running and, like, away with some white people shit. It, <laughs> I'm running away. <laughs> like, I'm running away. What? I'm out of here. 
Like <laughs> two hours later, I need sunscreen before oh, I run away. They be doing shit like fucking sneaking out of the house and tying a bunch of t-shirts together, crawling out of the motherfucking window, all kind of shit. I'm running away. Put pillows in the bed like it's a body. <laughs> like, yeah. parents don't check. You yeah, can just yeah. put pillows down. <laughs> like my mom the... won't notice for twelve years. Like now I'm a grit and I'm an awesome comedian. And when he comes, like what the fuck? I thought I'd been in the room sleep. Like yeah, I think there's something very unique about people that were raised by other family members that were not their parents because I was sent away to a place called Roanoke, Virginia, super, super country to a farm to go live with my aunts. That's that, why you like horses and shit? Mm-hmm. Because they, they kind of raised me. Like I kind of, humans, I did not understand them. I was told I was on the spectrum. I was autistic. I was traumatized. I was shut down. I was dumb, whatever. But like human behavior, I just could not understand. But animal behavior is always, uh, the motive is always congruous with the, with the body language and the energy. So mm-hmm. I feel like I grew up like, and if, with a very, I mean, alcoholism, it'll fucking get you, dude. People yeah. are lying. People are, you go to church and they're like, respect your neighbor, don't cheat. And then I'm being dragged around to mistresses' houses. Like, I'm, I, it like, nothing ever fucking added up. Damn, your life was turned up. And it was confusing, but animals are never confusing, if you understand. And I started like learning their body language and their, their behaviors. And like, herds and packs are like nothing if not fair. And I always just felt like no one fought fair. And no one and people use like guilt to control each other and yep. like shit and throwing bottles and fighting each other. And I just was like, I don't f- humans are like not they don't have their shit together. But that's what makes us apex predators. You know, like and that's what we are. You know, if so if you it, have a gun in your hand. Yeah, yeah that's you right. I do that's think true. there's a little bit like we're kind of superficially at the top of the food chain. <laughs> if we have guns and fences and cages, but like as soon as it's you and a Bobcat alone, you're oh, gonna yeah. get fucked up. No, no, no. Like nah. hu- humans can get killed by bees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bees can kill us. So. We low key soft. Like <laughs> actually, not even that. We'll kill ourselves. Yep. We'll fucking put. <laughs> we'll eat shit that kills us. Mm-hmm. We are the only species that confines themselves. We put ourselves in zoos. Fentanyl. <laughs> like <laughs> all kind of shit. But being raised by your aunts, did your aunt have children? Yeah, she had. Um, she had a son. He was like three years older than me, and then uh, a little bit later, uh, she had a she had a daughter. Uh-huh. And so I lived with them from age of five through eight, and then from eleven through nineteen. So yeah, because mm-hmm. I your dad um, around. Never seen this nigga in my life. You know, I told you, Compton. No, no, that, no, 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 no that, that's, that's racist. Not that's, that's not true. That's not true. But uh, people in Compton definitely. Have you ever had the urge to reach out? Mm-hmm. I asked my mom. She always like shut me down and shit. She always be like, ah, j- j- stop asking me shit like that. I've moved on. And <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. And then one time recently, I asked her. I said, Mama, who my daddy? And then she was like, One day I'm gonna, sh- one day I'm gonna show you who the fuck your daddy is. And you are gonna regret you ask me. It's just Michael Jordan. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo. So, but would you like? Would you be able to find him on your own? Like, twenty three of me? Can you even do? He'd have to have done it too. Pro- probably, but here's the thing. He probably. I mean, what if he dead? Would I know? Like, 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 what if he's dead? I don't know. What do you th- like? What does your gut tell you? So. I had a feeling... I feel like we kind of know on this fucked up level. I had a feeling maybe like four years ago that a piece of me died. (laughs) 
Like I know it's weird four to say. Years ago? I, maybe four or five years ago, I had a feeling I, like I don't know what it was, but Were I was like, "Were you doing the original room at the Comedy Store a lot during this time?" For sure. Sh- a lot of pieces of me died when <laughs> I was doing that. <laughs> like no, I just remember being in New York, and I was just up there, like, "Damn, man!" I said, "I don't know what the fuck this is." Whatever, I'm like, I don't, I don't feel right or whatever, and something like that. Oh. Like I feel like a like something physiological was like happening, but I'm. It's not nothing like no health shit. I was just like, man, like. Something. You know, and I and I was like, what if this nigga is dead? You know, like, and, you know, I don't know. My know. sister and I, we were separated, like, in a really, like, they basically, in the divorce, my dad took my sister and my mom took me, which is, like, kind of unheard of. Like, I, I mean, like, instead of doing, like, you know, weekends or dad, weekdays or mom, they just separated us. And uh, and then we were estranged for literally 25 years. You and your sister? Mm-hmm. Mm. We just, like, when my mom died, we were able to re-engage because we just, we couldn't before everyone was dead because yeah. it was just there was such a fucked up web of lies and it was just like too fraught and uh and there are times like we've gone through dates where like she had been sick or had admitted to the hospital or like and i had these like episodes where i would like wake up crying and have night terrors and it was like the same t- like pit in my stomach and something was happening to her and she was in danger she was like in you know yeah i think that shit's real like when my mom when my dad died i knew it i knew it the second i had landed he was in a nursing home he had had a stroke and he couldn't move whatever and he and uh as soon as he died i knew like i just i just knew i was in the airport and i just knew it and then my phone started ringing and i didn't because i knew it and then i just drove straight to like a wolf sanctuary but it's like my body just like knew yeah. it was wild Damn. I had just seen him. He was like actually doing a little bit better. I landed and then I just like felt it. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for three ninety nine. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Your mom not here no more either? Mom, no. She died in December. Oh, man. Oh, you're like parentless. I mean, yeah. much respect, but I'm like, oh, damn, that's crazy. I mean, I still got my mom or whatever. So, I mean, that's that's some cold shit, you know? Well, I mean, actually, I can't it, was, imagine. it was actually kind of like wilder when they were alive like as fucked up as that is and i think it's like a lot of people feel this way even though it's gonna make me seem like a psychopath of people that have not had like like rough situations with their parents which is like my mom had a stroke the month my i had a sitcom like start Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh and she was in a bed for almost 10 years like had to carry her to the bathroom like just like nightmare and then my dad had a stroke a year later and was like from the neck down six years so i spent most of my time for the past like 10 years like on the road and in between that at ICUs and hospitals and nursing homes and like I just that's where I spent a ton of time and that shit like it's hard to find people like to date and it's hard to be copacetic and even friendship sometimes because when you've sort of like been around that much sadness and had to be so high functioning and be around so much grief it's kind of hard to deal with people like I am in I have trauma I am traumatized by Elon Musk took my check mark, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I can't relate to a lot of people. Facts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I do like that you don't got to be from the hood to go through some to go through some wild shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that that's the that's the stigma. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, you from you from Compton? I know your life must. I'm like, well, ask a chick from Virginia, DC, <laughs> like. 
Well, that's like, I mean, it's, I, I, you're just case by case. And I'm not going to like be up here and go like, I've had it harder than, you know, being white is like whatever. Or like, you know, but it doesn't matter about the color. There's some white homeless motherfuckers out there. In a fucked up way. It was weird because I, the cops would come to the house, and I remember always going, like, why won't they take us? I remember being like, please take us. But I think that when you, it's, like, white white parents, they're like, oh, you know, we'll leave. I'm like, take us. Like, yeah. I felt like, what is it going to take for you to take us? Yo, you know what I mean? Yo, that remind me of, like, how, uh, okay, so when I was, like, eight, uh, my mom had got her shit together. Oh, it was dope. She got her shit together. And so I went to go live with her in Inglewood. It was great for uh, about six months. Were you aware at the time that she was struggling with something or? No, nah, I don't think about it. You yeah. know, I didn't think about it. Like, I, I didn't like my cousin. She's like, oh, that's why your mom doing this. And I'll be like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. As I just kid, got here. You just are like, yeah, as a kid, you're like, oh, sometimes mom sleeps on the floor. And I yeah, like yeah. to sleep on the floor. Sometimes mommy has yeah, like a, a black eye, like funny <laughs> makeup. Like you just don't put it together. Yeah, yeah we're so dumb as kids. But it's also <laughs> like, like, it's so heartbreaking because as kids were so relentlessly hopeful. You know what I mean? We're kind we give of, a lot of grace. <laughs> And I think that our psyche, like, kind of, and this isn't always a good thing, but can sort of, like, like figure out a way to just fucking... Um, uh, Find resolve. Alchemize something yeah. bad into, like, oh, no, it's just this. Like, yep. it, the chances of it being the explanation you're coming up the with alternative. it is, like, it's yeah. Halloween. She's she's practicing her Halloween costume. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. she has two black eyes. Yeah, yeah, and pass out on the floor and shit. Yeah, but you're, like, as a kid, you're, like, I can't handle the fact that she drinks this liquid that makes her fall down the stairs. So I'm going to go with the raccoon costume facts, thing. Facts. Yep. And then, so, uh, but that remind me of like how, like, so anyway, so she got her shit together and then she had, got, she had ungot her shit together and then I got put into an orphanage. Right. And the orphanage was lit. It was great. You know, I always talk about this on everybody. It was, it was fucking great. Orphanage is such a, is a word. It's different than like, like foster care. What's yeah. the difference? Uh, foster care is a, house yeah and this orphanage was five acres and it was like you know different like it was like five it was like seven different different seven different cottages on this side and then seven different cottages on this side and then like the offices were on the, that side but it was, you weren't an orphan per se but i think it was an orphanage i mean i like but i just like the it was actually a residential okay you know, you but, know. and so how did you get in there oh so i was i was gonna get to that is that um you know my mom like you know I got the wagon. So then I had uh, something like this, these white people. One day I came home from school and it was like in my mama living room. And Angelina my... Jolie was just in your mom's living room <laughs> oh God, waiting to oh get. God, oh God. And I was just like, oh, hell yeah. Like Angelina, like <laughs> I heard she'd be fucking family members. Like, <laughs> like let's go. Like, like, nah, like, uh, like, yeah. Maddox's then... hair has always been cool. I mean, that kid has always had a mohawk. What's up with him? I don't know. They're all, I mean, they're, I don't know. What I don't do you do now? Them. I, like, in general, don't want to know anything about children's lives. Yeah, yeah, but. When they, people are like, did you see Angelina's daughter's now a boy? I'm like, I don't know anything about anyone's She changed their gender? I think there was a minute where that might have happened. During the pandemic, everyone changed everything. My hair was blue. It's fine. Everybody. <laughs> I transitioned into a. Everybody a le- changed their yeah. gender in the pandemic. <laughs> I, I know. I transitioned into a lesbian bookstore owner, so. <laughs> Everybody changed their signs yeah. and shit. <laughs> I'm a Pisces Can you now. be trans like, astrology <laughs> sign? Being a Virgo gives me a lot of shit. I get so much shit for it. Fuck. When your birthday? September what? Fourth. Fourth? Oh, Beyonce birthday. Yep. 
Yeah. Yes. How do nice, you know that? Nice. Nice. I, I want to fuck Beyonce. I know. I, <laughs> I usually, by the way, I usually celebrate the fifth because Beyonce's is the fourth, and you know. What's that got to do with you? She's just—it's her birthday. I celebrate her birthday. On the How fourth. you gonna give your birthday up to her? That's like Alicia Keys got my birthday, and I'm like, bitch, this is my birthday. What's your birthday? January twenty fifth. Ooh, that's a good... I want to talk about that. Yeah, I'm an Aquarius, whatever the fuck that means. So in the orphanage, you were eight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I moved to the orphanage, but then by the time I was about to leave or whatever, and I had, I was like, they, they was like, yo, man, we're going to put you back with your auntie. And I was just like, damn it. And I said, man, Nathan got to go to a white family. And I, I want to go with these people. You know? And it was like, nah. He's we, with an aunt. Like, I'm with an auntie. <laughs> So I went back. He's so with I, an aunt. Yeah. So I moved back to Baldwin Hills with my auntie. And, well, let me um, ask you, what was, like, I mean, the idea was to just go back to your mom, you know? Yeah. Are you glad? Because if you had gone with some white family, they would have got you. Get Not out. Re- they would have cut your brain out and put Not- it in some old man. <laughs> or or it could have been like Blindside, where they, you know, took care of a guy who, like, <laughs> became a stand-up comic or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Or whatever. I don't know. Like, I got a friend who, um, I got a friend, he's a comic too, but they taught, his white family taught him gymnastics. And now he can backflip. He's a big black dude who can backflip. By the way, so can you. Yeah, that's true. They taught me a lot in the orphanage. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> you were doing the it, the white families came in and you're just doing backflips? Yeah, I was trying to get, I was trying to get scouted. Like, scouts came, not, not, not family, scouts. They was like, yeah, we're going to get this thing with the gymnastics. Like, your Christmas card like... is going to be slamming if you adopt me. Do you remember a time, like, in the orphanage or where you were being funny like where you were like trying to entertain or like do you feel like the roots of you being a performer hell yeah one time um one time i didn't have a toy to share or whatever so we used to have these uh days at, at school called share day and i didn't have a toy so i was like man i'm gonna do two minutes of stand-up comedy and i went up there i ate a dick so hard <laughs> i ate a dick so hard i was trying to uh, well you're performing for kids yeah kids and my two teachers kids are a terrible audience <laughs> yeah it was ass They're i jealous. hated them my crowd word didn't even work. <laughs> You're like, goo goo? Goo goo to the. Oh. <laughs> Y'all don't know Gaga? Oh, yes. that's right. You guys were taking his What's babies. The... You guys didn't get there. What's the deal with Cabbage oh, Patch oh, kids? Oh, <laughs> yeah, they live in a Cabbage Patch? Yep, and then I was like putting like. Pla- I was I was doing plays and all that shit. And uh, one time, I think Gary, uh, a, a staff member named Gary, he took us on an outing and uh, he actually took us to a comedy club. But it wasn't like, like he didn't take us like to a um to a show it was like he was a comic he went there during the day i don't remember what the comedy club was but i do know that it was the a comedy only club. comedy club i know that does day shows is well it's not even a comedy club jumbo's clown room it wasn't a club. day show oh it was like it was like it was just open during the day and oh, he went in there he just took you there because he had to do some shit yeah, like, yeah but work. it wasn't just me it took like me and like five more kids or whatever i do remember this and i'm like damn like you know this is a comedy club whoa. you know like oh i didn't even think like someone get so much attention there's like a light on them and if someone interrupts security removes them i i like this arrangement facts this is like they have a light on you but it was like daytime but it was like daytime or whatever so we was just, he was there just talking to his friend or whoever the fuck ran that thing and we you know like five of us just running around and shit talking or whatever and all this stuff and uh, a couple of us were like on stage like running around and all that stuff but it wasn't nothing like we didn't go up and do time. And then you go to, did you, okay, so then you left the orphanage, and then at what point were you like, I want to be a performer? Um, I, I mean, that was before, that was in the hood, I mean, yeah, that was in the hood, like, where I, um, I was being, I was being funny in class, and then, um, somebody said, oh, you should be one of them people who make people laugh. And were you watching, like, comedy movies? So, peep, so, peep, so I, uh. You saw Steve Martin, and that was it. 
Nah, yeah, I love me some Steve Martin. We're not going to get into it we about Steve Martin, about Steve Martin, goddammit. I think Steve Martin's a motherfucking genius. And Whitney. I just, Whitney. I think he's an arrow on your head, really? I'm like, you mad you didn't think of it. <laughs> if you thought about that shit, you'd have been like, yo, I should put an arrow on my head. Dude, I can't put an arrow on my head. I have the carrot and bond extensions. Man. <laughs> my scalp is showing. I got, I got to have the, I have black shoe polish on my head. Let me see your hair. Just, it would just like. Let me see your shit. Turn to the But see, heart. look, watch this. Look, look. This is what happens when I rub my scalp. It's just black tar. Oh, man. She yeah. doing blackhead. Black- Everybody, she doing blackhead. Black scalp. It's brown <laughs> She's scalp. She doing black scalp. No, I, I think that, like, there's a lot of great comedic actors who are brilliant, brilliant. The Jerk, Roxanne, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Like, Steve Martin is the best of the best. Three Amigos, one of my favorites. But, like, trying to remake it. Uh, but as stand-up, stand-up, I guess for me, what I enjoy about stand-up is, like, a little bit of a cerebral take also so not something just feels like someone being wacky oh what about jim carrey uh i don't like i'm gonna say something crazy i don't really know a lot of his stand-up oh really you just you never seen a natural act like i saw like when he would i mean when he would be at the store and he would do um fire marshal bill and he would do all these impressions you saw him at the store no there's like video of that shit and there's audio in the in the comedy store of 50 50th anniversary record like listening to it Mm mm-hmm but I think for me, for whatever reason, I guess I kind of like the only way I was able to convince myself that I was capable of doing stand up or could make it is that, oh, all these people that are really overthinky, uh, like obsessively neurotic, that sort of like write, that like I could do that. I didn't have confidence in myself as like a, a performer who could just like. R- like ride the energy. Was you silly in the back of the classroom, or did you nope, have a smart uh-uh. ass mouth? Nope. I was like, no, I was a fucking the most studious, like want to be perfect, straight A's, like terrified of getting rejected or embarrassed. Oh, like really? I really, like I had a like because you know like the schools I went to, it's like the tuition wasn't paid and like all there was always some bullshit and there was never money for the field trips and I was always the kid that like had to stay back because I didn't have my lunch was always fucking just wet for no reason. It's like. When you grow up in alcoholic home, your shit's just embarrassing all the time. So I was like always just trying to avoid. Did you grow up poor? Yeah, but even more fucked is that I thought we were rich. It was, it was, it was why poor. It was like in debt but overspending. You know, fat. Okay, and then my mom that. worked at a department store, so we had nice stuff, but that she got for free from department store. And then I would spend every day after school and on the weekends in Bloomingdale's with her, so I was around nice stuff. So oh, I always okay. felt like we were rich. And she drank white wine all day, and I thought that was like what rich people did. I think you guys are rich. What, yeah. What, 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 what dawned on to you? What, I mean, what dawned on you that you guys weren't rich? Well, when like the car gets taken and the house, we had like had to get you know we got we had to leave school like because we didn't pay the tuition. You know, I got sent home like they would put these um, safety pins. That's why the safety pin tattoo uh, of like the the what is it called like the bill for like the amount they would take me out of school and like send me home like you have to leave you don't I haven't paid tuition you know shit like that you know so it was like I think on some level money might have been coming in and out but it wasn't there was no food in the fridge like I, I, I kind of thought that was normal and then you go to someone else's house and you're like oh there's like food in the fridge like that's you know so I think that there was a lot of like what seemed like nice art and like glass vases but did you ever have to ask to go into the refrigerator 
Or could you just go into your refrigerator? Well, no one was ever around. Like I caught on fire when I was a kid because. What I you mean you caught on fire? The, so the the so we had a house. You were set on fire yourself. I okay. So we had a house, but there was never the the AC was never paid or the the heat or the whatever. So it was always so cold that I would get on top of the oven where there's the four burners and I would change clothes in the morning because I was always so cold. And so I was standing there changing, and my nightgown caught on fire, and I. Like, what like some Emily Rose shit? Is that, what's that? Is that a Emily that Rose horror movie? The, the, uh, yeah. Oh shit, Jennifer Carpenter. I think is that she's a friend of mine. Damn, that's crazy. But so it's like it was this thing where it's like in my head it was like a nice house to me, but it you know some poor shit was going on. You know what I'm saying? It was all about like the keeping up with the Joneses. Like it was all about sort of like for the amount of money this I bet we could have like a one bedroom house and actually eat instead of this thing that's trying to. I, I always felt like my parents were trying to give off the idea that we Take had it till we make it and then i lived in an apartment with my mom after the divorce like we lived in a really small apartment you know so how many like bedrooms is that two but one of them was like an office so we shared a bedroom oh yeah okay. when you're like as a teenager sharing a tiny bathroom with your mom it's hard to like tolerate it's just like a tra- it's just like you know there Damn. wasn't space. Okay, so so you then go into like high school. You get when are you like I'm a comedian? Uh, I was 18, turning 19, and I. Um, and who did you see besides your hero, Steve Martin? Steve Martin is a god, and I will not let you. Be I'm foul. not. I'm just the saying he, he wasn't my. He was as a comedic actor. Steve Martin. I saw him three amigos. My favorite. One to be of my honest favorite with movies. you, I never seen a Steve Martin Look special here, in my look life. Look up here. Look up. Very important part of my childhood and adulthood. Uh, seen from uh, uh, Three Amigos. I just, his stand-up, I never really saw. And if I saw it, I probably would have not appreciated it. Well, you're definitely not going to appreciate it now. <laughs> no one wants to see comment? women being kooky. They already think we're kooky. No, I like Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball's a genius. Yeah, but that's not stand-up. Stand-up is different. Uh, Are there no physical women comedians who be flopping all over the floor no. and shit? No. People, when we fall, people like worry. <gasps> she okay. It's not funny. It's not a physical comedian out there. I mean, I definitely am. Like, I might. I mean, I'm as. I, I can't think no, of someone. No, you don't physical. go hard, hard, hard. You. No, but like, I'm definitely like more. I move around more. I mean, that's. Then more. I don't lean I, against a wall a, and talk about it. A lot of women comics that they're physical, they make faces. By the way, Maria Banford, in a way, like, but that's... She does voices. No, but, yeah. It's like, no one wants to see a woman be like, I'm a crazy lady. I do, but whatever. No one... I mean, oh, Phyllis Diller was silly. Like, Phyllis Diller was, like, very, uh, uh, you know, what's the word? Um, Mindful about her looking funny. Like, yeah. she would cut her boots right at her leg where it was the funniest, and she would dress like a bird and make her, like, she was like, knew she had to look. Judy Tenuta, like, wore fucking fruit on her head and would do dumb, like, dances and shit, but I don't think she's like, mm. you know, she doesn't get sort of. We the need respect. the Chris Brown of woman comedy out there, not not hitting women, but don't, don't, don't fight but, other women, but, but like, but he's phys- backflipping and physical. And oh, I should never say Chris Brown. That's a terrible <laughs> fucking example. I just was trying to go with someone that can bounce back. <laughs> From an uh, allegation, but but yeah, I just don't. I looked at Steve Martin. I was like, I feel like guys can do this, and it's funny, but I don't mm-hmm. think anyone wants to see a girl like be silly. They're I, like, then why, why aren't you having kids? What do you think? What do you, okay? Well, what about females who do like improv and they be goofy than a motherfucker? I mean, improv in general, I think, is more of a exercise than a you, art. Okay, you know, I can actually buy that. Okay, I'll buy that. Did you do ever do like improv classes? I think improv classes are good to take. I just I as like a art. I don't I don't know about that. 
Uh, yeah, like, is there, like, some career improv? So, y'all, so you're just going to guess? Guessing? Yeah, like yeah, Like, you're yeah. so, you, you don't need to sit down and write or prepare. You can just go guess. <laughs> the level of self-indulgence, like, uh, I'm just going to, like, me flying by the seat of my pants is just art, dude. Yeah, no, I took a lot of, I took a lot of improv classes early on and shit. I think I did that right before I did, like, actual stand-up and shit because i just wanted to be like funny like, i wish I, I had done that yeah that shit is fun but like freeze your mind up did you did you struggle with it or were you able to just instantly be free nah i was because i was already hyper and shit i that's what i want i just wanted to wild out that's what i wanted to do so i was cool see i feel like there was i had such a structureless upbringing like i remember when i was like did some improv thing, this is maybe at UCB or something, and it was kind of like, improv, improv, and did, like yell something from the audience. And it was kind of okay, funny, but I remember being like, what if we just stopped and just spent 10 minutes writing a <laughs> sketch and then did it? You know what I mean? Like, so you're a comic. Well, I just was like, <laughs> what? Like, you don't know what the, I know what I'm doing, but you're fucking a mess. You're trying to like, you're the fucking, you know, fucking guy that won't pass the ball. Yeah, yeah, And, like, yeah. you're the one that always goes for the weird dick joke. Like, I just was like, why don't we go back and just write it out? For, yeah, like, yeah. let's just for 10 minutes and we'll have a fucking great sketch. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around improvising something that was a B minus when we could just go write something that would be an A plus. I've never seen a, I've never seen a dope ass, like, A plus improv. Oh, I saw one at the ground. Rob Hubel. Paul Shear, Rob Riggle, Daniel Schneider. Those guys are fucking... It seems scripted. It's so good. Actually, The Groundlings does great. See, I haven't. I auditioned for The Groundlings. I have so much respect for like the, who came out of The Groundlings, Lisa Kudrow. Like, I went there and they were like, "You need to improvise a monologue as an animal," and I literally was like, "It's been a pleasure." Like, I'm just not. I had <laughs> been in an acting class where I had to be inhabit an animal, and I'm like, I'm just no more rug burn. On my knee. Like, I'm not, I can't. You're a real, you're a real comic. I just was like, there's just, I, like, how do you guys respect me less than I respect myself? Like, you guys didn't even vacuum this shit. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to humiliate, like, I will suck your dick for a job, but I'm not going to be a worm, a funny worm. That's crazy, man, because I'll be a worm in a minute. <laughs> oh, a little earthworm. I swear to God. I'm I like, I'm like, that's my jam. I can't I just, wait. Like, I guess to me... Like, I heard this and it really resonated with me of like, I think Chris Rock said this. I don't know. I, I attribute every like incisive quote about stand up to Chris is that comedians become comedians to control how we're embarrassed. Comedians become comedians to control. OK, so so afraid of embarrassment that we have to like control. I'm going to embarrass myself this way. Yeah, because I know you're going to make fun of me for this. This I'm going to get to it before you get to it. Yeah. My last name is Cummings, whatever, like all that shit. Like I had to get ahead of it. You know, because of the the, the fear of embarrassment. Yeah. And to me, going to do improv just felt like this is embarrassing. The whole point of doing this is to seem really cool yeah. and fun. <laughs> like, but if I'm on the fly, I can't prepare. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But it's like, what is the difference like between stand-up and improv in terms of the personality type since you've done both? I don't know. I, mean, I think one can do the other, but I think the other can't do the other. Yep, that's what I hear a lot about improv people. Like, like improv, like, oh, I could never do stand up. That is just a correct. You know, but this we can always go. We can go in anybody's world. They say that stand ups make the great act, uh, make the best actors. Agree. I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah, someone so. that just gave a thrilling performance on Fox's accused. In what? Uh, oh no, I'm joking. It's a show on Fox. Oh, okay. But I guess it's well, just because it's um, it's a drama. 
and I got raped. It's like a rape drama. And you got raped. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? It's on the Fox show. What? Yeah. I know you got raped. <laughs> Let me look this up. <laughs> well, I don't want to look your rape up. On, no, I like, mean, right feel, look. Wait, is it on video, the rape? <laughs> well, it's on the TV show. Oh, yeah. I thought you got raped in real life. And then you... Well, I did, but that wasn't filmed. Oh, okay. That was just in an apartment in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, man. Philly. Wow, man. Them niggas booed me. I can imagine what the fuck they what? did to your ass when? in an they apartment. They booed Burr, too, and then made it famous. <laughs> when you get booed in Philly, you are become the best. I wish they would have filmed my shit. Because, <laughs> I mean, one of the greatest. I mean, honestly, I feel like stand-up comedy changed. Like, all of a sudden... The greats, like Bill Burr turned into a rock star after that Opie and Anthony tour where he, you've seen it obviously, yeah, where yeah. he's getting, so basically the Opie and Anthony fans, which I don't know, like did you kind of follow Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony? I a think, little bit, just a little bit. That was like such a big deal in comedy for the longest time. If you weren't the kind of comic that would get on The Tonight Show or, you know, whatever, get a sitcom, you would do Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of, I feel like, like a different, it, like an older version of like Legion of Skanks today right, 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 or something, right, right. you know, or yeah. like. The podcast, like, you know, yeah. uh, super popular, like, hardcore comedy fans, but, like, people think they're kind of, like, dirty and or something. And, like, uh, and uh, they would do this tour, Opie and Anthony tour, and the fans were just savage. Like, it was just, like, brutal. They booed Dom Herrera off the stage. They booed someone else. And Bill Burr was backstage just like, fuck this. Like, I'm doing my 12 minutes. Yeah. Like, I'm not getting booed. And Philly fans, I lived in Philly. There's a jail cell underneath the Eagle Stadium. For yeah. Eagles fans that lose their shit. Like they don't so he's they're getting he's getting booed so hard and then he stays up there like getting booed. I'm doing my time six minutes left. <laughs> and I am selling my CDs after the show. He was like he was like shit. He was like, I wish I was on that Chappelle tour. Like Four and minutes! And he's saying, like, Rocky is a pussy, like the <laughs> Phillies, I hope you get herpes. And then he's trashing every sacred part of Philadelphia sports, Philadelphia lore, Philadelphia movies. And then he slowly just starts killing. Yeah. Get some. Killing. Killing. To the point where it's like he kind of didn't even, it was just like, it's one of the most captivating yeah. things I've ever witnessed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like a. Remember when Bernie? You ever hear that story about Def Jam when Bernie Mac, uh, where everybody was like bombing and bombing and bombing, and then Bernie Mac came out and was like, "Like, I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers." That's because they were booing everybody before. So he was like, "I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers." And then here's my joke. And after he do it, he was like, "I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers." That's like Bill Burr's version of like yeah. four minutes. Not doing it. Fuck Rocky. <laughs> like Yeah. I mean, it's also, it's like, yeah, there's, it's taken me so long as a comedian to where if things are going sideways, it, I do know. It's Have you ever wild out on an audience like that? Like where you're like, let me talk to you real quick. There are some times in the OR that I feel like a couple comics have witnessed. There was one time where it was like, I was doing Excellent. It was, I finally like had cracked the OR and the yeah. OR was like my safe place. Like the OR in the comedy store is like, you know, it's like the smaller room that's darker, that's sort of more that sort of like gritty gym. Like there's a lot of distractions. There's a window where you can look at on sunset, but it's kind of like, you know, your, your energy decides it's so contagious in there. Like, it's like, if you come up with weird energy, everybody feels it, you know, yeah. like the room can go sideways so fast. Also you're defenseless. Cause the way that Mitzi Shore lit it, you actually can't see the audience. She wanted yeah. it to be that way. So comics wouldn't lean on crowd work, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, it's kind of like, how would you describe the OR? It's just like, it kind of fucks with your head. It psychs you out a bit because of how it's lit. I, look, all I know is that I told, um, 
All I know is that I emailed the uh, the booker and I said, don't ever put me in the OR again. I said, I'm a main room comic. Put me in there. I don't fuck with the OR. The OR <laughs> is like, it's like, the only way I can describe it is it's like sexual. It's like, you got to know who you're having sex with and you can't just do what worked with the last person. Facts. Facts you got to, right, right. if they're weird, you got to go with them. Like, yeah. you know, like Sebastian would get on stage after like Joey Diaz or, or you know, after he, he, he was shaking the fucking building and would just pace for like 40 seconds. Just mm-hmm. reset the energy because you can't, there's no momentum between comics you could do a thing where um i used to do a thing where i would come on stage and then i would uh you know the little tables right there and mm-hmm. i would just lay down you, you know? gotta you gotta out alpha them yep. because they are in the power position yeah yeah and they can see through you it's like the way that it's lit you can't just do jokes yeah yep. you know like it's 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 hard to explain and also there's something that's like weirdly like a mindfuck about the OR because there's always comics you respect in the back, but you can't see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the comics, you know, it's like there's a door, someone like the work in the cover booth who's like a younger comic yeah. who we even, I want the door guys to think I'm funny. Right. Like, I don't want them be, like seeing me eat shit in the OR. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, like I should have figured this room out by now, you know, but that room taught me that it's always your fault. Like you got to fix it. Like you've got to figure it out, you know, yeah. because otherwise you just will bomb every night in that room. Yeah. And, um, I forgot where I, why I was even talking about this. I don't know, but I remember I used to go in there. I used to go in there just like that. I, like one, I remember no few, shirt. The first time I would go in there with no fucking shirt on, and I would just be like, anyway, just do my fucking jokes because I was like, you know, if I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna do this, I was like, I gotta. I was like, it's me. You know what that <laughs> room taught me? What? It taught me about my try too hard energy. Mm. I didn't realize that I gave off desperate, like, try hard energy. Yeah. Like, that room, you got to do, like, 20, 30% of what you would do in the in terms of energy. Did you, okay, 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 let's talk about the try hard energy. Did you think, I do like, want to know what happened in Philly, but we'll get to it. Um, I just bombed on Black, but what's his name? Black, uh. Black Thought. Yep, 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 yep. Black Thought or whatever. Uh, he liked my album that I did or whatever, so he flew me out to Philly or whatever, and then I just, you know. I'm. I don't know. I I didn't do well. Did you, you know. go up before music? Nah, no, no, man. I just went up, and I and I just didn't do well. Was it a comedy venue? It was a. It was me. <laughs> it was well, just one me. thing I will say though. It's it's once you start getting known, people will ask you to do things that are not con- that are environments that aren't conducive to comedy. Like I recently got, I, I got asked to do corporate gigs and mm-hmm. they're like, it's like good money. And they're like, all right, you're on the side of this mountain in Utah and you're going to do 20 minutes after the investors talk about their returns. And then you're going to introduce the, and it's like, when am I going to fucking learn? Like, this is not an environment conducive to comedy. Yeah. And so I got to just say no to that shit now, as much as I want to, like your heroes will be like, will you open for me on the road? Like musicians. And I'm like, nah, dude. Yeah. So I'm not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Come try to do your shit in the OR. It's not going to go well. You know, so funny is that like I've been running like like comics who are um the comics who are like not like I'm not saying like well, like I I am this thing or whatever, but then like some comics they'll be like, hey man, can you come you know and, and do it? and and I'll I'll still go and do it and I'll be like, what are you doing? Like in my head, but I'm like, I got to get that time. Can't like, I, I will I find myself driving downtown to do like a Chipotle comedy night. And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, Why yeah. can't I say no? Yeah, yeah. 
I yeah. can't, I can't, the people, like people reach out to me, the book shows, or I get 10 a day from uh-huh. some random fucking people aren't even programmed in, want to come do this open mic in Santa Clarita. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. It, it's at 4.15 on a Tuesday. I'll be there. And I'm like, what am I I'm doing? I'm like, you don't got to do that. <laughs> but what I'm like, is that? you need that time. You know, we're like stage fiends. We're like, like. But don't like, you think that that's a good thing? It's like, I think there's certain part, like when I, when I see people that are ahead of where they are, we're like, nah, I'll never do shit like that. I'm like, you should. Like, I never want to be the person who thinks they're better than they are. And I think the better you get, the more you want to go, I want to make sure I'm this good everywhere. I like to, like, throw myself and do wild shit as long as the stakes are low. Yeah, because a part of me was like, okay, well, the next thing I do or whatever, like, I'm going to go work out in in very hood comedy rooms or whatever where they won't give you nothing to fuck who you are or whatever. I did tell myself that. So, because you still want to make sure that you're good. People who only do comedy for their own fans get real shitty real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get good, and then you only perform for your own fans, and you atrophy. Yeah. So for me, it's like the best is like to like pop in at the store where it's like Rogan's in town. It's his mm-hmm. fans or Segura and Burt's mm-hmm. fans or whatever, and then you're having to like fight a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind eating it in front of in front of people who don't know who the fuck I am or whatever, or trying to because it's really it's really all work until the final product anyway. Yeah. So it's like, all right, what did you learn from that? How did you cope with the pandemic? Not being able to get on stage. I was cool. I just did a bunch of art, drawing naked pictures of Whitney Cummings and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I did. I did a gang of art. That's. Had so, you always done, uh, been an artist? Yeah, yeah. Like so, I mean, since I was a kid, like I, uh, like in college, I got through a lot of shit. I was. I used to make. I used to design clothes for people. I used to draw like cartoon characters, shit on like pants, and I would sell them to like college kids and like all that shit for like seventy five dollars, and I could Whoa. eat for like three weeks or whatever. Like, yeah, because I would, yeah. Whoa. I was doing that in junior high. People wanted me to draw like Pokemons and all that shit or whatever. Like, all right, here it is or whatever. When did well, you know you could draw? Um, I, I was probably like 10. And did you practice? Like, it was low key. It was low key, like natural. Like, where I was like, oh, all you have to do is just draw that thing exactly how that is. That's like some gifted ass like shit. How? Like all you gotta do. By the way, is... your TED talk on how to be a good artist. Just draw what you see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why that's are what you it guys is. so twit? Like, can you just... draw? In a way that. But here's the thing. It's like the same thing where I'm always like, how did you find out you could sing? Because in order to really commit to it, you have to risk being vulnerable. Yep. And you have to try and yep. be willing to fail. So it's like the kind of thing where like I will never know if I can sing. Because I will never do it for real. Because yeah. I'm too afraid I'll embarrass myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, same with like drawing. It's like I'll, I'll always half-ass it just so that like it's my idea that it sucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's another thing is like you got to be cool with like like on like on this one right here like the the um like you that don't really look like you or whatever, but you can tell it's kind of you. But it's also like a funny interpretation of me. Right. As well. Right, right. So you got to be cool with, but the lines and everything are good or whatever. So you got to be My cool with like. My tits look good, so I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah that, that's the it. one thing that I for sure knew that I had to get right. I was like, this bitch tits <laughs> is crazy. So I'm going to get them right. Uh, but so, like, how did you, this is such a, I mean, I'm obsessed with just like the, like how, why did you pick the mint green? Why did you pick this? Like, it, it almost looks like a, like a, uh, it looks like a VHS tape. Yeah, yeah. So I actually, I mean, that's actually a, a really, a real, uh, a real porn, um, a real porn video. Whoa. Whatever. So I said, so I said, oh, Cummings, clearly. I said Cummings. So I said, oh, well, just draw her as a porn star and yep. this and this and that. 
And then I just, um, and I said, oh, and I was looking at different colors and shit. I said, man, why'd you put that shit like mint green or some shit? So it takes off the. I love mint green. You know, so so it's not, I could have made that shit way more sexual than it is, but the mint green is kind of funny. Yeah. There's just like, it makes it sort of um, more twee and playful. Yeah. Instead of like, I'm trying to like explain, sexualize this part. It makes it like silly. Yeah. yeah, I think you also put pubes on me. What's that black in between my fingers? How did you know? That's shadow. Okay. You got pubes. I do have pubes. Man. We talked about this. Oh, well, they're oh. back a little, but it's also like I lasered them for so long. They're like Smithers hairs. They're not. They don't. They're not coming back in like a thick, foresty. Oh, okay. Consistency. You got that good hair. It's kind of like Theo's <laughs> mullet. Oh, okay. You know I mean, okay, it's a. Just... It's a little. It's a. It's like a narrow. Oh, okay. Like an arrow to the pussy. Yeah, it's not working. Oh, it's fact. not working. But that's another. Well, that's crazy. Do you day. like dudes who manscape? Here's the thing with that. Um, so, well, first of all, manscaped.com promo code Whitney. Love that. Love anyone that Plug. uses manscaped. However, if you're going to shave your pubes, the problem is like some guys, they're like, I'll do it once a week. But if you've got that raise, if you if it's like like five o'clock shadow, that'll rub on you and give you like a rash and you think it's herpes and it's, you got a herpes scare. It's like you got to do it. If you're going to do it, great. Just do it regularly. Yeah, man. Cause I, I every now and then I do that shit. It's sharp. And then and it'd be fine. It'd be cool. It'd be ball. You be like, oh nigga, my dick, I got extra dick. You know what I'm saying? But then like, but then I'm like, I'm certainly not gonna suck your dick if you're yeah. not shaving erratically. I don't need my nose having rug burn. But when that motherfucker grow back, you be getting bumps, and you be like, yo, shit look like a Dorito, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but anyway, what yeah, were that's you a just dope. picking up. What were you just picking up? Oh, oh those, I don't know all your motherfucking diet pills these and shit. Are, no, these, <laughs> these are vitamins that Dr. David Sinclair, who wrote Lifespan, told me that I should take. Dr. Davidson Sinclair? David Sinclair. Uh, uh, NMN, NAD, and resveratrol. And this is for... Oh, I brought something for you, Whitney. What? Uh, vitamins? Oh, Quote, unquote, vitamins? A little bit. A Uh-oh. little bit. Really? Yeah, I don't know who Uh-oh. you're dating or what, what what? Is, what's going on, but I want you to have a good fucking time what is when this? you date people. DTF when booty calls. What this is this? This is for you. I got this from the Museum of Sex in New York. Wait. Do, and I need you to have that. Do, are these going your uh, butthole? No, it's not suppository. You fucking eat that motherfucker. This is never good when it's in, in bold in the back. Do not take if nursing or pregnant. Are you nursing or pregnant? <laughs> it's anyone's guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Taurine. Yeah. So what does it do when booty calls? What, what does it do? No, take it. capsule within uh, uh, one capsule within 12 to 16 ounces of water, 45 minutes prior to sexual activity. That you think I have that much notice? I, I, uh, you think I'm planning? What kind of whore do you think I am? Uh, I don't know. Like I got you all fucked up. Apparently, for best results, take one hour apart from other supplements and/or medications. Effects are normally activated upon stimulation. Yeah. How can something be activated upon stimulation if it's taken orally? I think this goes in your pussy. No, nah, I think you just eat it. And you know what's so fucked up about it is I was about to... Have I, you I, taken these? No. So I was about to take that shit, but then I was like, oh, that's for women. So I was like, oh, shit, that shit was going to make my pussy wet. What? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. My. But wait, why? Hold on. It's got Jen Singh. Where, mm-hmm, did you get this on alexjones.net? Hell no, I got that shit from the... Licorice? Licorice. I, like licorice. I can't pronounce any of this shit. Percentage, okay, vitamin B, vitamin B6, vitamin B2, vitamin E. What does it do? 
I don't know. I think it. Let me see this shit. Like, I we think it go, just makes you, you healthy so that you got energy. Can you? Re, yeah. Can you just put can it you, on well, there you got on it the at display? A museum. Maybe it's meant to just be looked at. Okay, can you put D, it on a DTF. Display? I mean, remember the Sky Mall catalog? I feel like they would have sold it. DTF this supplement. What that shit say? Supplement. Okay, my algorithm is now fucked. Okay. Okay, introducing women's libido supplement. Oh, yeah, make you hornier. All right. So We're not you... ashamed to... Oh, yeah, because in L.A., all the guys are gay, so you need a supplement to make you... Jesus We're Christ. not ashamed to say that we wanted to... Da, 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 these... Da, 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 uh, key benefits. Shit. What are the benefits? Uh, by the way, I first... I just started using sex toys for the first time in my life. Oh, you on OnlyFans? <clears throat> I am on OnlyFans. Using the sex toys? Not on only not on OnlyFans. Oh, okay. I don't I I'm not that you bought good the at sex business. Toys? What kind did you get? So the rose? Chelsea Lynn got me so we got them like as a joke for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then one night I took a NyQuil. And I was like, what's this all about? Like maybe I'll get a joke out of it or something. And it was not a joke. Really? It's serious shit. If I I haven't been on a date since. I'm like, I need nobody. Squirt all on your bed and shit. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I think I, I don't really squirt. I feel like I'm dehydrated. <laughs> I feel like I need like some Powerade or something. I feel like everyone's out there just peeing themselves. I, I don't know. Whatever the fuck it is, it's, it's need, lovely. I don't need to be a squirter, dude. My mattress, ma do you know how expensive ma mattresses, like, I don't, I, I respect Stop thinking about money and start thinking about uh -uh. the intercourse. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> how do you think I got where I am? You think I'm out there? My sheets got old sperm. From I'm just saying I'll never be able to squirt on my bed. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because that's a, that, it's just like, it's going to. It's there's some urine and all squirt. I mean, a lot of it's pee. Who gives a fuck? Start peeing on people. <laughs> that feels disrespectful. The hook, not if not if it's in the moment. What are the okay? What are the main like? What's your, what are the main? What do you find unattractive that girls do these days sexually? Because I feel like girls are getting like unattractive, aggressive, and guys are kind of like ah, I'll hit you, but don't tell me to do it unattractive like I'll, I'll choke you but you begging for me to choke you i don't like kinda... females who choke me in and i no i meant the other oh <laughs> i was i just had this re i just i recently had this real heavy-handed chick scratching me and shit man big fist bitch i i feel like guys I, I in my head like scratching his back like hull is hot no. that's your shit no, I just think when I was younger, I thought that would be sexy. And nah, now I'm like, why hurt. did you do that? You be scra scraping his shit to the like white Like, when meat. I was young, I think I thought that that was like, he would think that was hot. You was watching a lot of fucking shit. Snuff films. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She I was heavy-handed how? She was heavy-handed. So, so like, so like not only was she <laughs> heavy-handed or whatever, she would try and scratch and all that shit or whatever. And I'm like, ow! Bitch, <laughs> 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 my skin! Like... <laughs> My shit was like scrape the fuck up. It was bad. Do you think that that she was doing it like in a performative way or like for real? I don't know, but it was dumb. How were you like together or was it just like a in and out situation? It was a, it was it was casual. But I mean, I know the person, but it was casual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you able to be sleep with someone and keep it casual? Yeah. Really? I've never. I don't know how to do that. Like I've yeah. never. I like if I. I'm dating someone. We're together for like three years. Three years? And there's no, and it's just like. You date everybody for three years? I just feel like I've never casually dated in my life. Did you go to college? I did date someone named Lance. <laughs> oh my God. Lance. And you know what I mean? And I knew anybody that Anybody named Lance sound like that nigga was a terrorist. Totally. Terrorist it was just like, this is going to be casual. Like I, maybe I've done it a couple times. Like I dated a football player. Like I think there was times that I've rebounded literally with 
basketball players yeah, and yeah, athletes yeah. and shit to try to make the guy before jealous. But that was so immature, and I don't want to do shit like that. See, man, that's where I be trying to get in at. I be trying to be the re- the rebound dude, but I'm always the guy that they love, and then the guy. And they rebound with another dude. But I got rebound personality. Jamar, you think you're going to be a rebound guy with a fucking easel? Yeah. You're a painter. You're yeah. a hilarious painter. Yeah, man. But Who was in an orphanage. You yeah. are marriage material. Fuck. I mean, that's what they think. <laughs> I don't want to get married. You want to get married? I was engaged. Mm-hmm. And I was totally fine to get married. I just kind of was like, I don't know if I want to sign anything in the state of California. Yeah. Like, I don't need to get the government. Like, I'll have the party. I'll do the ring. I just, like, I've signed so many bad contracts in my day. I just, I don't. Hollywood prevented this bitch from true love. <laughs> Dude, after you've done enough business with Warner Brothers, it's kind of hard to sign yeah. at the dotted line. It's just as like, I don't, and it's also, it's like going downtown. It's like. We're gonna drive downtown to the place where, when we have to do it for like a ticket, it's a night. It, like I don't want to have to find parking. Like we'll break up looking for parking, <laughs> getting this marriage certificate. Man, dude, like you, I love you, but not enough to go downtown. You sound flaky to Hill Street. <laughs> I just like I just feel like like when you get engaged to someone, like it's like yeah, it's like things are going well, and then all of a sudden it's like here's a bunch of chores and logistical things and paperwork, and I'm like, what? This was fun like 20 minutes ago, and now it's paperwork. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know about marriage. I may have a kid or some shit. I don't know. The state of California, I don't do business with <laughs> Gavin Newsom. It's a general rule. You this know what I'm saying? This is why you'll never be able to lock down Whitney Cummings. <laughs> I just like, I'm a biz, I'm like a business person first and foremost. And it just, marriage is the, the deal points aren't there yet. Yeah. All right. They're not well. there yet. And also, I want to reserve the right if we have a kid to like, if you, like, I'll kill you. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, I can see that for you. I just have seen, like, I talk, I've talked to my, like, and I've been on and off with a therapist and back on recently because I've been looking into adopting in, um, like, Appalachia and the opioid crisis. Okay. And, uh, and I was like, I don't know if I can have kids. Like, I know the person I become when I get protective or angry, like, in animal welfare. Like, I have travel with box cutters and hammers in case I find a hot you know, car with a dog in it. I like him smashing window. I like, I know who I am. You a Karen? That's not a Karen. <laughs> it's Karen ish. No, that's a Carol Baskin. Fine, fuck it. <laughs> it start with a K or a C. <laughs> I feel like blondes have ruined it for the rest of us. All the Karens are blonde, by the way, and that's a different kind of privilege. Mm. That's a level of white privilege that none of us even understand. Because mm. think about Theranos. Um, Think all those women in Trader Joe's that wouldn't wear masks, blonde. People still be wearing masks. Can you believe that? I don't buy. Dude, when you see someone in a mask, you're like, shh. Boom. Like, also, by the way, (laughs) like, I don't for a second think you're protected. Like, you're covering a herpes outbreak. Yeah, or you're like, I know what you're up to. (laughs) You're like, something. Like, the herpes flared up, and that was a convenient way to go. One time I took a Plan B pill. And I and I chased it with some water, and it felt like my dick was hard, but it wasn't hard. What's up with that? What was your plan A? Uh, I was just trying to be funny for the homegirl. <laughs> and I was like, let me take one of these. She was like, cool, I ain't used the 12 or whatever. So I was like, yeah, I'm about to hit this shit. And that shit was expensive. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what is an implant B pill? It's probably just like a lot of progesterone and estrogen, right? I don't know. It's like I, the equivalent of four birth control pills or something. Oh well, whatever it was, it made my it made it made my dick not hard, but it felt hard. <laughs> Have you ever done one of those like blue chew things or um 
Roman swipes. What's that? Okay, Blue Chew is like a, it's like a, it's a gum or something. It's like an edible. It's an edible candy that makes your dick hard. Yeah. Longer. Nah, I took a, I took, I took a Viagra before though. My what next happened? door neighbor used to give them to me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? What was that? What was their motive? What was? Oh, oh, because I asked him. I was up there like, cause no, no, cause I used to, I used to bring, you know, like chicks to the crib or whatever. He was like, yeah, papa. He was He's like, the, I like, heard, I've heard you through the walls. <laughs> he was disappointing <laughs> at best. <laughs> Look, I've, seen, I've seen the faces on the girls you bring home. You're going to need one of these. He was like, this right here, you chest this with some milk? And I said, some milk? He's like, some milk. Trust me, Papa. And I took that shit. And I didn't chase that shit with no milk. But I feel like guys still think drinking milk makes you come more. I don't even want to say you drink some milk. Oh, I just drank milk right Dude, here. Dude, Louis C.K. used to do a joke about that, about how one of his friends was like, uh, I'm, I'm hooking up with this girl later, and I, so I need to drink milk so I can come more. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, wait, do you just think the body goes white, white? Yeah, go on. Like, go through. Like, just white, white. Got it. Same, same. Hell no. That's what is crazy. What is going Why don't you think you want to get married? Um, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see it. It does seem a little bit psycho to do, but then again, I feel like one person forever in my life. Well, I don't like, think if you think of it that way, because it's like when I hear that someone's been married for eight years, I'm like, that's a triumph. Like, I think the forever thing. Marriage was invented when the life expectancy was thirty years old. People forever get on my, was a different amount of time back then. People get on my nerves. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, tell you what. So, but the idea, I just think that the signing, the legal stuff is where shit gets very dicey. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like all that. And then I don't Have you ever like, lived with someone? No, not a chick, no. See, here's the thing. I mean, not like a, I mean, I have had a roommate if I had my sister, but not a, not a, not a girlfriend. Hmm, why not? Uh, I just, again, I like, I like you my look, space. I like that too. Yeah. I'm I a, will be with you forever if I see you twice a week. <laughs> Every facts, day, facts. it's just not gonna because I just I need so much solo time, which I actually think is part of like what I was asking earlier. Because I'm still kind of trying to figure out why I became a comedian because I'm just like, what? What am I like? This is this was wild. Like this is wild. Yeah. That we come from what we come from, and we are like managed to triumph in this way where we don't have to have regular jobs because we would <laughs> never. Dude, I survived. Two hours as a bartender. I mean, to, I'm, I cannot function in the world unless I'm able to just kind of um, overthink things and make strangers laugh, even if they don't like me. It's the only thing that I can like. Do you ever feel like um, like a friend of mine is having a birthday thing in September, and I'm like, oh god, why do I have to respond to this right now? It's like you got to reserve your room and da 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 da. And I'm like, why not? And then I was like, you know what? I need to book this because such a big part of humans being happy is having something to look forward to. And like, Facts. you know what I mean? Even if I don't go on this and I cancel the week before, which I'm sure I will. And like doing stand up, there's something of also like next year I'm on tour. Like I'm going to Minnesota. Like I have to stay alive. I have to stay healthy. Like mm -hmm. I owe this to the people that bought tickets. It's like a contract you're making that's kind of tricking you into staying healthy and yeah. creative because you owe something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had to kind of trick myself into living in a way that where I didn't just die. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's kind of like how like I'll be I'll I'll go to New York or whatever, and then I'll just like book an acting class just to have something to look forward to or something to do while I. Yeah, like I feel like that's something we like I didn't realize was such a big part of sanity of going like 
someone's gonna need me in six months. Yeah. I need to like keep my shit together. Do this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, yep. if I do it day by day, I'm just like, uh, what is this for? Yep. Because I think that it's like when I was young, the way that I survived was to look ahead. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would pretend I was on Oprah. For real? Mm-hmm. Damn. It's so dark. Like, okay. Like I would imagine myself. Have you ever been on Oprah? No. I was imagining I was in commercials. Like, I would eat as if I was in commercials. Like, I would roll up cold cuts and, like, eat them. Like, the way I, I was, like, practicing for, I was going to be like, I was like, I'm going to be living the commercials. Like, that. I'm going to eat, like, burgers. My pillow living. was my girlfriend a lot. Okay. That was my type of thing. You know what I'm saying? That was my pretend, you know? <laughs> that was my Oprah. I'm not Me. gonna cut you off on this one. That was my girl. I mean, that was my Oprah. As in, you would you? <laughs> I did have a. I did when I was in Texas once. Seriously, think I had a fly, that, a friend that was a fly. Oh man, you sound like Andrew Tate when he was in prison. <laughs> he was like, the rats are my friends. They know did poetry. He? You didn't see when Andrew Tate was going through that shit. Do you think someone like Andrew Tate is like? Like more of a performance artist, or do you think he believes what he's saying? Uh, I think he believes what he's saying, and that's what makes him a, a performance artist. Interesting. Do you yeah. think someone like that is truly dangerous? No, I mean, I mean, dangerous. Like he knows MMA, but like, yeah, you know, like I don't think he's gonna physically. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know the dude, so I'm like, I don't think that he's gonna hurt. I someone. think the part. I think those people, in a way, I think he just wants to be a man. Interesting, but I think or a comedian. I think a lot of people we see acting out, honestly, if they had been comedian, like like Kanye. Think of okay, so I'm I am will defend Kanye hard. Me too. I love Kanye okay. West. That he uh, so Kanye like you know look, and I'm not gonna get into the neurodivergent echelons because it changes every day, and there's like it's not my place to diagnose everybody, but Kanye is someone like he can express himself very clearly through music, very clear, and when it's Words, it all falls apart. I, I identify with that as a genius musician, uh, a one-of-a-kind um, talent. Kidding. But I, I can express myself well through comedy. I can express it through writing. Conversations are it kind of all falls apart. I'm either too sarcastic or I say something that, that alienates people or I kind of go too hard. Like, mm -hmm. it's just very clear that he is incredibly um, deft at communicating through music and when he's able to write something. And I think that a lot of times someone like that you're trying to make a joke and like he can't read a room. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he'd be, I mean, sometimes in his interviews, he'd be saying some really deep and poignant shit where it's like, oh, how, and it'd be, it'd be like certain shit, be like on some spiritual, like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, and everybody's like, he's crazy. But I'm like, nah, he's actually saying some real motherfucking shit. If you shit. just like stop being invested in destroying someone who's famous and rich, because I think what some, what some when someone's famous and rich, all of a sudden you have no sympathy for them. If he was like broke mm -hmm. and saying that we'd shit, we'd be like, wait a minute, let's hear him out. That's why we love Nipsey Hussle, you know, because Nipsey Hussle was saying the same amount of real shit or whatever. And we loved him more because he was in the hood mm -hmm. more. So it seemed like he was poor. He wasn't poor, nope. but it seemed like he was in the hood more. He so stayed he there, seemed though. like he was for the people. Kanye speaking some real motherfucking mm -hmm. shit, but he is you know, fucking Kardashians and shit like that. So we're like, man, fuck him. He don't know what he's talking but about. I'm like, he's not, a genius. You know, yeah, it, it's, he's, he, you know, and I think that like our society is on like a, like just sort of a countdown to when we can tear someone down that we built up. You yep. know, it's Why, like, though? it's like for Beyonce's last album when they were like, um, she approached, took us and you're like, 
Y'all have just been waiting for this moment, haven't you? Yeah. To just destroy this woman who has done nothing but provide you fucking... Bitch up there dancing her motherfucking ass flawless. off. Flawless. <laughs> dancing her she fucking ass off. She gave you surfboards. Yeah. And y'all like, man, fuck Surfboard. her. And they're like just waiting. for. They're <laughs> waiting for them to fuck up, which I know what that's like. I know that that human nature kink of when someone trips up, that kind of like, yeah, because you're like... I must not be a piece of shit because you get this vicarious high from seeing someone. It's like, get, it's get, like Jay Z used to have a line where he's uh, uh, a rap line where he's like, "Build me up to break me down to build me up again." They're like, "Hove, we need you back so we can kill your ass again." But like, like you know what I mean? So it's like this. It's look, human beings. Three, four hundred years ago in Rome, we were watching people get torn apart by tigers, like the Roman Colosseum. Yeah, like it was that, lit. That's our. That's our nature. And like we've recreated that with the way that we treat. And I think that when someone's rich, there's no sympathy for them, which I totally understand. But like the fact that what was happening with Adidas is he was getting paid, you know, millions and millions, but he was owed billions. And his mm -hmm. point was like, you owe me all this, but people go, oh, well, you got hundreds of millions. So, you know, we can steal from it. It's like, no, no, no. I deserve all Give that. Give me all my shit. Yeah. And white people, they get the billions they're owed. And as soon as I got 800 million and I'm owed 2 billion, you're like, oh, he's had enough. So he came off like a greedy asshole or something, you know? And then him aligning with Trump was like, look, I, I think that, that it's the, I just go, okay, remember, I'm not going to name any names, but when you look at, you know, the Whitney Houston and all these like great artists and Prince and all these great artists that we lost, you're kind of like, how fucking sad was it that it just, that they, I'm trying to really choose my words. There was no one around them, you know, that mm -hmm. was just like, Hey bud, let's just like, let's just like go to the Bahamas for a month. Let's just go chill. Like, let's just like protecting him. It seems like there's no one around him. I used to always say about, I mean, I used to always say about Kanye where I was like, man, you know, it's so crazy. It's like, yeah, you know, you know, I know his mom and all that stuff, like all that stuff, whatever. And I said, but you'll never hear about Kanye's like, cousins or something who'd be like yo man you know what i'm saying like it's, it's come stay with me for or like you'll never hear about any other family member somebody mm -hmm. to keep them saying remember we're like it, i mean if you if you let us if you let the public think about it we only think you got you know your kids uh uh kim and yep. that's it because your mom well, we don't know who your dad is or whatever we'll never hear about kanye dad mm -hmm. we'll never hear about his cousins or does he have brothers or any of that shit so I like he's getting who's the invoices him he's getting the paypal requests yeah right, i guess right, right. They, they come out of the woodwork you know but hey i don't have you seen the netflix documentary on kanye yeah i saw a little bit it was kind of sad so i stopped watching it Ooh, gets even more harper and you're and also when you see him at 18 doing that you're like you i already been like this is you're, the way his brain works is so on another level you're like it has to lack in social the ability to read social cues the ability to like there's something else the brain is his brain is so unique and um gifted and if you've been doing that for that long you probably lack socialization regardless right. Right. even if it's not something that's neurological or genetic yeah you know but i think a lot of people like when i look at it's gonna be a hot take but when i look at the stuff that he says a lot of the time it's like i feel like he was trying to be funny like a lot of people are trying to be a lot of the people that trash us on social media they're like fuck you they're trying to be funny and it just like doesn't land i hate it. i mean no i love social media but i hate it because you can't hear you can't hear tone you know like uh, i'll tweet shit or whatever and i'm like no i'm like if you if you just thought about it in my voice yeah, or whatever yeah. like you but know that's the thing about tweeting too it's like there comedy. needs to be a voice twitter 
You know, like was there what? I know I said there needs to be a voice Twitter. No, I just think in general <laughs> comics have to just just go. Oh right, we do our thing at eight p.m. in person. We don't do it during the day with well, written. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, but also it's like comedians are people who like we thought we were. I mean, we think that we're funny. I mean, we thought we were funny. We were kids, and yeah. we think that we're funny around our social circle or yeah. whatever. So we we're. We're always like trying to be funny or whatever. Like that's yeah. that's the only thing we want from that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like when we do comedy or whatever, or when we say shit on social media, we're just trying to be funny or whatever. Like, For the most part, I ain't gonna say all the time, but but I think comics like like I think comics can be kind of bratty of like wanting their cake and having to eat it too. And I think most comics, their whole thing is like they're able to like see reality as it is. It's like okay, if you're writing some a great abortion joke on Twitter, right, at mm-hmm. two in the afternoon on Tuesday. You can't control, number one, how it's read, the intonation they're reading it in. Yeah. The whole point where people come pay us is they're not only paying us for the joke we wrote, but we're delivering it in a way where you can hear something shady with a smile and like, you know, so you don't have the delivery, which is half of what <laughs> we do. And then you can't control what it's it's in between, yeah. right? So it's like your tweet could be going in between Trump is running again and 12 kids shot at a school. Yeah. And then all the... Or it's retweeted and someone that doesn't follow mm-hmm. you that has not signed up for Comedians Jokes mm-hmm. gets that shit on their desk mm-hmm. at 2 in the afternoon mm-hmm. and someone's like, what the fuck? So it's like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't run up to some stranger and be like, here's my abortion joke at 2 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. They have to filter your joke through their current emotions. That, you know what I'm saying? So like, there's... A- the other day I posted, I don't know if you, even if you saw that shit, but I was like on, um, I was on Bumble. Or whatever. And, why, why are you on Bumble? Uh, I was trying to fuck. Like, trying something to yeah, fuck. Yeah, but whatever. Bumble's thing now is that you, the woman has to initiate. That's why you're getting these women with big ass hands. <laughs> they want to initiate the date. The thing about the thing about the the thing about the dating apps right now is like, okay, well, there's a lot of um, you know, much respect to anybody who chooses to be whatever the fuck they want to be. But like, you know, there's a lot of like transgender people on there, right? And they always and and so I put because I just want women. That's all I want. I want women. So I put I put hey. You did. You I remember that. <laughs> I put hey can I put can hey can trans people stay on their side of the dating app? Like right, and I put that, and then I posted my uh, I, 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 I posted my profile on Instagram, right, and then people were like, "Well, well, how would you like it if if women were if some woman was like, can black people stay on their side of the dating?" That's not the same thing. Exactly, and that's that what I said. That is not the same thing. I can't articulate why right this second, but that is not the yeah, same shit. Yeah, and, and I said, hey, and I said, no, no, no. I said it's just a preference. I say it's like when women put on their profiles, like, hey, I don't like dudes on a five nine. I don't like dudes with kids, and I don't like dudes who smoke. And then she was I like, I don't like well, women sh- over five twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. like women over six four. And then she was like, well, you should have said it like that, the way you said it. And I said, I didn't say it. I just wrote it, bitch. You just reading it in an aggressive way. You know, you should have said it like that. You should have had better shit to do than just fight me. <laughs> like, why are people allowed to have the craziest kinks? Like, you're allowed to be like, I only want to fuck with a knife against my neck in a in a furry yeah, outfit. A... But if you say I don't want to sleep with a trans woman, like you're an asshole. <laughs> right. You know? People got preferences. Dude, I had a chick who wanted a rape fantasy before. Yeah. That but ever... it's not rape if it's a plan nah, thing. No, 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 not if it was pretend. So what did you did you do? Do it. You know, yeah, I did it. Of course, I did it. So, what did you? What did you do? You staged you know a fake audition, a fake Hollywood audition. You know what I did? So the girl said, uh, "So the girl said, hey, 'Hey, I'm gonna leave my door open, and you know, you're just gonna come in whenever.'" That's not rape. Rapists don't they don't open a door that's been open. This already isn't a rape. Whatever, man. Just let us play. <laughs> <laughs> I put on. I had a. I had a. I had a did, I, did you schedule? Was she just like come when? Like, I don't want to know when you're gonna come. 
So this chick, so I said, So I, neither of you are employed at this point. No, 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 not at all. It's just all lit, all fun. Like, okay, everybody, end of part one of this podcast. Um, we ain't talking about shit. Brought to you by Bailey's and Bearing Younger Honey Liqueur. And Rotten Luther King Jr. Don't ride elephants. <laughs> The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.